Welcome to Hey Julie. We're getting to start off great. Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast, aka Hey Jeff, a podcast about Survivor, mostly Big Brother, all sorts of other stuff. My name is Brett. I'm Danielle. And oh my God, how exciting is this? It's our first ever live stream. I couldn't be more excited. I feel like I'm back in college and I'm going to a big party and I'm having my first beer. Oh, oh by the way, we are drinking beers in the yes. uh, for the occasion, or at least I, you are. I'll crack mine on air. Yeah. How about that? And uh, so welcome to the show. I'm, we're going to intro this all brand new because we might have new listeners. We might not have new viewers yeah, for the know. first time. So. We talk about Big Brother mostly, but we we dove into Survivor this year and uh, we kind of don't know that much about it as our listeners can attest as they at us all the time. But yes. um, welcome to the show. We hope to be with you all summer for Big Brother, waiting on an announcement from that from the CBS Lords. And, We've got uh, our fingers crossed. Exactly. Anyways, we have a long ass survivor finale to talk three about hours i wasn't ready <laughs> i thought for sure it was gonna be a standard two hours and then you messaged me being like it's a long one no no uh no. yeah it's no? a long one <laughs> i mean no it wasn't gonna be two hours that's what i meant of course and then there are just so many so many pivots this episode takes so many shocking you know the zoom calls really always took me off guard with this episode even though it's part of our daily lives now every time i saw jeff speaking directly to his large ipad i was shocked so we have a lot to talk about here with the survivor <laughs> finale very little i'm sure we'll spend 30 percent of the time talking about the gameplay someone being oh crowned gosh. the king of survivor moves being made someone from the edge of extinction coming four or five votes away from almost winning two a million dollars but no Welcome to Hey Julie, if this is your first time. <laughs> We're going to talk about Jeff's garage and some fashion choices for solid 45 minutes here. Are you ready? Yeah, exactly. We're going to talk about like the commercials for other CVS shows. I do have some, I do have some thoughts on commercials. <laughs> we'll get to that. We, this is our flavor. Yeah, if you're looking for strategy, um, Rob has a podcast is down the corner, honey. <laughs> like this is all about hot takes and garbage thoughts. So okay. we're very excited. Open on Jeff who lives at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have some thoughts about the production here. You know what? Good for them. They shipped him some nice oh cameras. They had two yes. little angles. So you have the nice angle of him and then you have the other angle on the side. And they yeah. sent him crates of set dressing yes. from Fiji. I mean, one thing I think we're both, like, we texted back and forth, like, oh, my God, Jeff is a star. He is oh, a yeah. pro. And you can tell because even, you know, on a set with costumes and location and the music and the editing, anyone can be a star. But when you're just a man with some dubious fillers, <laughs> like, that are very clear suddenly, <laughs> uh, but standing in front of a camera talking about Survivor, that's when the true art comes through and Jeff delivered. Jeff got a box of set, uh, like of a box of like fake crates that say like Fiji on them. He got a camera. He has one half of his Power Beats Pro and he's ready to go. I, I did have some thoughts here where 
I don't even know when the hell they got to this in the episode, but he's like throwing to commercial. But first, we hashtag but first. But first, <laughs> we sent an audio recorder to all 20 of the contestants and had them talk about their thoughts. Listen, I know I'm a bit biased as a professional audio producer <laughs> in my own life. How about we send a nice microphone to Jeff? You sent him two crates full of stuff. You sent him the camera. You sent him the other camera. You had his poor child or whoever build it all because Lord knows Jeff didn't. Lord knows Jeff didn't. Yeah, build I was confused. I'm glad to have you, an audio professional, on to give your take because I was very confused as to like, why was it just audio? Don't you want to see these people too? Or do no. they want to keep Michelle's gorgeous Bob a surprise till the end? Maybe Hold that's on. why. I didn't even think about this till right now. Where did your girl get a haircut? She looks amazing. I don't know. Where did she get a haircut in the last two months? That's the thing about Survivor. And I guess in some ways Big Brother too, but like you get so used to seeing these people without professional hair and makeup that then when you do see them on the on finale night, she you're like, <laughs> where the hell did you come from? Yeah, exactly. I she mean, she's like beautiful on the island. She looked yeah, like a she, different person. She did. That's the thing. She's gorgeous on the island. Don't get me wrong. She always looks beautiful. But like, yeah, with, with a full face and a haircut and a sparkly dress, she looked like... She was a Vegas showgirl. She looked amazing. I'm no Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm no <laughs> Governor Am Andrew Cuomo. But to my general knowledge, the tri-state area, which is where Michelle's from, yeah, not quite South Korea levels of like no virus yet. Like mm, no, in no, fact, quite the opposite. We're not doing well. We are not doing well. So where did Michelle get this haircut? Where did she get this professional makeup job? We demand I'm, answers. I'm wondering, if, you know, her sister was there and her sister also looked gorgeous. So maybe they did a sister-sister act here. I don't know. But we we have some <laughs> thoughts about everyone's looks. You know, the the final tribal council looks oh, after I everyone mean, gets a shower and a shave. <laughs> We've been doing this for like 30 minutes, I imagine, already. And we haven't even touched about anything. Do you want to talk about the game at all? Do you want to talk about... Well, Survivor. I guess it's like we can go through a little bit like congrats to Natalie. All season long, Brett and I were like, what's the point of Fart Island? <laughs> we were like, is, does this mean anything? Like, why do we keep seeing these people? Finally, Natalie earned her stripes, fought her way back in in an absolutely insane challenge that had like many different parts. She I, fought her way back in. Seeing the full game play out, they've been doing Fart Island, a.k.a. Shit Island, I, a.k.a. Edge of Extinction, a.k.a. Edge of something. People just use all sorts of different words. Right. Seeing the full game play out where, oh, someone actually comes back in the end game and everything they've been doing there the entire time actually counts as the game. It's not just – we're used to Jury House, right? We're right. used to a – Nine-bedroom mansion in, like, Thousand Oaks, <laughs> Malibu area, California, next door right. to the Bachelor house. Maybe mm -hmm. they get a good rate. That's two different networks. But maybe they get a good rate if they rent them all year round. Like, we're used to them sending them to a house and they just play board games and they're done. Like, yeah. this was part of the game. And as we are wont to do, let's just compare stuff to Big Brother. I think there are some great things from the end game of Survivor that they could take to big brother we tried it last year with camp comeback a little bit 
didn't work <laughs> optics wise. <laughs> but the way that Survivor, The Edge of Extinction, Fart Island, what have you, actually is a part of the game. And when that person comes back, obviously they have a target on their back. But sure. they have a legitimate shot to win the game. And they're not just seen as someone who was voted off. They're seen as someone who sort of moved to a separate rung of the game. Not right. just like a, a loser cast off. And it was hard. Yeah, it was hard for us to take that in. We're used to the people leaving just being straight up losers um, and failures. And these people were playing their own game the whole time. And like... Good for Natalie. The whole time, we kept saying, like, why do people keep bringing up the fact that Natalie's a beast? Now we understand. It's because she fought her way back in. I just want to give a little quick shout out. Um, during this challenge to get back into the game, obviously, Natalie is killing it. But deep in the background, on one of the, like, balance beams, absolutely struggling, is my tiny king, Adam, just a shout out to him. He tried, he failed, but I saw him there struggling and, you know, much love to him. God bless our millennial Steve Buscemi King. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, so then she wins and, you know, all of Edge of Extinction sort of has to line up to talk to Jeff and Tyson was crying. And you know why? Because daddy <laughs> just got laid off. <laughs> you see Friday Night Lights, the movie? <laughs> of course. Booby Miles, he tears his ACL mm, in college. Yes. He's cleaning out his locker. He stays <laughs> strong for the guys. And then he gets into his car and his uncle or his dad or whoever's driving the mm. car. And he breaks down in tears. Amazing acting. Yes. Like one of the most, I'm not even making a joke. Like it's one of the most heart wrenching scenes I've ever seen in a the movie. The movie and the show, gorgeous acting. That's Tyson. Like, how did you feel? <laughs> Just like, this is what daddy does. I literally don't know what else to do with my life. Like, I don't know. And he just lost his job. Like, this is the equivalent of him coming home and being like, sorry, daddy, we're going to have to move now because daddy can't bring home the bacon anymore. Question for you. I know you're not an American citizen. I'm sure in Canada you have yes. all sorts of wonderful social uh, services to people mm, who are being yes, impacted yes. by the current state of the world yes. does tyson get to claim uninsurance as a result of coronavirus for i think not being on survivor <laughs> 41 or whatever yeah i think they all do and i think they all deserve it i'm in favor excuse me i'm in favor of every reality show person getting government assistance and every person on the earth getting government assistance if they want it. Yang gang, baby. Yes, this is your premiere. <laughs> hashtag Rose Twitter. Hashtag Survivor Pod. We're here uh, and we want AOC is not 35. Doesn't matter. Make her president. Rules don't uh, matter anymore. Soon enough. Soon enough. Soon so, enough. I mean, this part of the episode was really just everyone crying. Kim cries. Oh. Rob cries. Rob has been on Survivor for 188 days of his life. That is, that is a <laughs> literal half year. That is six months. That is crazy. I just was like, good Lord. This is, they wanted to give everyone their shot to have their, you know, like, listen, this is going to be your last episode where you can get TV time. So go ahead and turn on the waterworks, honey. That's what the, that's what the PA said before they started shooting this. It's interesting because like, they normally they didn't know when they were doing this that they were going to have to sort of like cut out the whole reunion gang part of it. And I just say right. gang ever after everything because you said gang gang. It's in yeah. my head. 
<laughs> so they didn't know they had to do that. Like, I wonder how much stuff is sort of on the cutting room floor. I mean, obviously a lot. How much stuff is on the cutting room floor for a normal finale? And they were like, all right, well, we're not going to do the 30 or 40 minute reunion thing. Let's like, let's, let's have them all go down the line and say about, talk about their journeys. Oh my God. Yeah, so, exactly. Like talk about why you're sad. <laughs> how did you feel about that? The, the episode, I feel like just because I'm not in Survivor that much that I'm not used to it very much, but. Yeah, it was difficult. And yeah, there are so many of these people who I don't know that much about. So it's hard for me to care that much. I mean, I know Rob, um, I was just like, oh my gosh, so much crying. And then I was absolutely shocked by what happened next, which was you go from the island and all these people crying about their journeys to Jeff on Zoom in his living room. Like that took me away. I Where, I shrieked. How did you feel about though? How Jeff's much fillers? <laughs> Jeff's what? Fillers. I think it's very tasteful work. I think, uh, listen, I'm a Jeff fan. I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's very tastefully done and it looks great. But on a Zoom call, you really can see it. Yeah. And you think with the low, the low latent, the low quality, the low fidelity that you would be able to mask those things. I was more upset as a audio person that like (laughs) they couldn't get him. Like, so we talked about this earlier, like they ship a mic to all these people and they're like, my journey was magical. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And they show them like falling into the water yes. during a competition. It's like, why don't we get the same mic for like for Jeff? This guy's hosting <laughs> a three hour long finale. Probably the biggest thing CBS is going to air all year. If like no sports oh, come yeah. back, like yes. maybe ship him a nice thing. So he's not talking into like his fucking MacBook like, built in <laughs> mic. Please, you shipped a better mic to them because you cut to their audio and it sounds better. I digress. How much of this episode, though, there was so much of this episode, and I, I guess that's part of the end game of Survivor is like telling your story, telling your resume. I mean, that's part of the end of all these like long form competition shows where it's like you have to explain your resume to people. But so exactly. much of it, I don't know if it was just on this episode of Survivor or all episodes of Survivor where it's like, not only are you giving your resume, you also have to explain what sort of psychological trauma you have excised by being oh here for, a third, for 30 days. Like, can't you just I'm, eat rice, lose 30 pounds and win a million dollars? Why do you have to be solving whatever inner cry? Like, oh, and now I forgive my father for beating me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have to think I'm glad you bring this up because it like pivots. Listen. Let's just get it there quickly, okay? So there's a fun slide immunity challenge. Michelle wins. Natalie wants to look Come for from an behind. idol. Um, Tony's worried about all the idols and wants to get rid of Denise, whatever. So we're at the first tribal council. And this ties into what you were just saying, okay? Where, like, Sarah goes off on a monologue. Beautiful. A heartfelt monologue. Yeah, very heartfelt, Sarah. very beautiful. If a girl cheats, she's a bitch. But if a guy does it, he's a stud. And then Jeff is like, you bring up a great point. And I want to speak on behalf of Survivor. Like, culture has evolved. And Survivor hopefully has evolved with it. And I'm going to look deep inside myself. It was so interesting. Like, it's almost as if CBS was like, you know what? We fucked up a lot. And here's how we're going to make it better. We're going to tell Jeff. Don't know how. Explain further. Well, because look at last season of Big Brother. Look who Uh, won. 
I honestly don't even remember who won. Jackson won. Jackson, the racist. Jackson with his racist comments won. Okay. And like horrible attitudes towards women usually. I'm sure if I met him in real life, I'd think he was nice. (laughs) But, but. (laughs) Number one Cody fan, Danielle Gibson. Yeah, right. They're welcoming their second daughter soon. Congrats to them. Congrats to them. They're on baby number two. Um, But. That happened in, you know, the CBS reality universe ever. And then Survivor also had, and I didn't watch this season, but they had their issues with, like, that male contestants who was, like, gropey or, you know, like. Yeah, that was last season, right? Yeah. 39. Yeah, he was, like, he was grabbing everybody. He was grabbing people on the contestants. He was grabbing people on the crew. And they eventually kicked him off. Um, Right. But they, like, juiced him for as many episodes as they could, didn't they? There was something, like, off about it. Yeah, I mean, obviously. If you're coming to this podcast for, like, <laughs> details about previous seasons of Survivor or serious so political commentary. <laughs> so sorry. You know. We do sub- apologize. Subscribe to, like, Vice or something. I don't know. They just laid off Yeah, a bunch but, of like, people, but. that's the thing. This felt, uh, this just came out of nowhere for me. This whole, like... Women are powerful. Women are allowed to be cheats on Survivor. And it was very like, yes, queen (laughs) from Survivor, which I I, just. I was really dubious of it coming from Sarah as well, who aside from this, like this took a lot of the shine off of her very strange gameplay this episode. Like the whole season, her game has not been clear to me. There was no path to her winning. Okay, what if she won the fire? What if she won the fire challenge at the end of the episode? Yeah. What if she got to the end and not Tony? Would she have won, or I think, or would Natalie have won? I think Natalie would have won. Also, I feel so bad for Michelle. <laughs> oh, she got a haircut. <laughs> She, she, she looked did her amazing. She I looked like a, like a fucking Charlize Theron. She looked like Ion Flux. She did. You're <laughs> so right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She looked incredible. And for what? For not a single vote? Squatoosh. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, I was just like, I love a detour in a CBS produced show about how they're woke now. Jeff's like, you know what? I'm going to call you by your last name from now on. Oh, and she's yeah. like, I would appreciate that. And then, and you then see, he forgets like, <laughs> a few times and then he does text doing it like a day later. <laughs> and like, I love across the across the fire, the Fart Island people being like, wow, this is powerful. <laughs> it's like, I guess. I guess it is for some people. I, You know, listen, I'm a liberal elite. So maybe to me, this just seems like so ridiculous. But if this opens someone's mind about how women can also be backstabbers in the game of Survivor, then good. It goes back to, I mean, at the same time, look at the final six. It was four women and two men. Look at the amazing makeup of people on the show. Obviously, there's 40 seasons to pull from, but I would say that there's there's like a lot more iconic I, I don't know. I'm probably going to get killed for this. But, like, I feel like there's more – there's, like, really strong female winners of Survivor. It doesn't feel like it's as biased of a show as Big Brother is. Like, Yes. And in that way, like, Survivor trumps Big Brother for sure. Absolutely. I, I was dubious of it. I mean, I, I kind of feel weird, like, 
shitting on that a little bit. I just thought it was like a very weird. I'm, just, I'm not shitting on the sentiment. I'm just shitting yeah, on the fact that not. like, where the hell did this come from? This is just so not what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting Jeff on Zoom and I wasn't expecting this like brief detour into being woke. I just wasn't. It's not what I expect when I watch a CBS reality show. You know what's coming I, out I'm next sorry. summer on what? CBS? Woke what? Sheldon. <laughs> okay, but can we talk about Providence? What's Providence? <laughs> the commercial for the show where she's like, I don't I don't live on Earth. I live in Providence. I didn't and it's get like, that one. It's all about pro- like being sexy in Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> What, wasn't that a show on NBC like 10 years ago? Like well, John maybe Hamm? CBS picked it up. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. While we're on, while we're on <laughs> CBS commercials talk, <laughs> is there a game show Keegan-Michael Key will not host? <laughs> Look, not everyone gets to direct Get Out. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be the other person in that relationship. And hosting a show brings in some great bacon. Absolutely, but I can't go. I can't go. My phone blows up earlier. House Party, the app, which I've used four times in thing. Hey, Keegan Michael Key is hosting some bullshit around this right now. God, My good dude, for him. you're a talented actor. Why are you turning into like Ellen DeGeneres? I What's mean, going on? Okay, in Keegan Michael Key's defense, Brett. <laughs> Right now, nothing's shooting. So if a tech startup with hot buzz comes to you and says, hey, will you host a show and in return we'll give you like 10,000 shares of our company and right now we're valued at $500 million, you're going to say yes. Do you have any more like finance insights? (laughs) This is just like from my days at HQ, like – the answer is always to offer celebrities shares in the company. This is the first time we've dabbled in this. And Danny's like, oh, yeah, well, when you have a market cap of $500 billion and some of your <laughs> other competitors are in the unregulated market. I, what the? This has been. I wish. I, I wish. peeled back and found a new layer of your it soul. It is a new layer. Let's, we're just going to turn this into mad money with the buttons. We saw a new layer of Jeff and we saw a new layer of Ding Dong Danny. So we have to keep moving because it's a three-hour long. We have got to keep moving. We're only 25 minutes into the stream, so we can I know, but we're only at the first tribal council. Okay. There's a hundred of them. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So (laughs) questionable questionable, um, decisions coming up next. Let's talk about our friend Ben. Poor Ben. Beautiful Ben. Plain old Ben. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. Ben, like, really... All I have written about Ben this entire three-hour thing, my only note about him says, bye, Ben. (laughs) Like, they're... He, listen, someone asked us a question on Twitter that was like, look at these rankings that people have made of winners, and Ben is on the bottom as like yeah. <laughs> low tier and forgettable. And I completely agree with that. I have some Ben thoughts for after he gets <laughs> evicted, but I, like, what was the point here? Like he wanted, he thought Sarah could be Tony question mark. Yeah. And he starts, okay, here's one thing I'll say his genuine tears over this talking beautiful. with Sarah was beautiful. 
I was like, when will a man cry like that over me? Like he was feeling it. I'll just keep this live stream going. You hang up. (laughs) (laughs) He was feeling it. And I was just like, is so he was martyring himself, right? He was like, listen, if you feel like not like getting rid of me or not using the idol on me or whatever, that's fine. And he just cried over it. So it was because Natalie had found had found the idol and they weren't 100 percent sure who had it. But then they found out who had it. Well, no, here's what it was. It was he really liked her and he wanted to. There was no way she was going to win. So he wanted to give her something for her resume. Hey, at least you took out Ben, who side note, some other (laughs) podcast ranked us like one of the shittiest winners. Yeah. And I agree because I'm like, he seemed perfectly fine, but. What did he win? Like, what season on earth did he win? He won All these- heroes versus healers versus something else. Because <sighs> we talked about oh. that on the last pod and someone corrected me online. I think it's so sad because, like, Michelle talks about how she has self-esteem issues because of her win. I think Sarah talked about that, too. Maybe Natalie did, too. All these people are like, oh, I feel bad about my win because it wasn't an iconic win. They all seem like more deserving than Ben. <laughs> I'll just say. I thought Ben was like really a, like a formidable force in this game. Like they just couldn't get him out. And and then at the end, he's just like, I, take me. I, I don't know. I, I <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Weird. Like their their final gameplay was so much more memorable and more interesting than Ben. So that's what I'm. That's what I mean by that. Um. So. At the at the ceremony, Natalie plays her idol. Tony plays his idol. Ben plays his idol. So no, Denise this was res- the previous one. That was the previous one. Where Denise oh, we already moved past this one. Sorry. Yeah. Bye, Denise. We didn't even say bye to Denise. Bye, Denise. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> okay. And then, okay, we're at second immunity. Tony won. Yes. They have their heart to heart. Second tribal. Thank you. Sorry. It's just so much. I have to keep up. So, I had yeah, all these Ben thoughts. gets voted. Ben is going to get voted out here. And it's relatively in. It's re- So I actually thought that Michelle was going to get voted out here. But mm-hmm. I, I guess not. Like it was it was right up there for the taking. Natalie plays it for herself. Right. She gets. Yeah. She has an idol the first time and then she finds then she finds an idol again. And there's a sort of, oh, who's she going to play it for? And it's this sort of game of chicken where if they want to vote out Natalie, but they're afraid that that Nat or they want to vote out Michelle, but they're afraid Michelle might play it out, play the idol for Natalie or vice versa. And there's this sort of game theory game of, of who is Natalie going to save versus who are they going to throw their votes at? And then right. it doesn't matter because right before Ben's like, just vote me out. I've, I've only been here for 37 days and I've realized – I've solved my personal demons and I must dissolve and ascend. That brings up, okay, a line from this tribal council. Again, I was like shocked because I I was just amazed at Survivor being like, we're going to be deep. Jeff says, this is a direct quote, okay? Yeah. Survivor relentlessly pushes you to deal with stuff. (laughs) and i just thought it reminded me of that meme of kylie jenner being like i just think 2015 is the year of really realizing stuff and like like what's up what are you talking about survivor is a game show where you go to an island for 30 days i mean i guess you could realize some things while you're there but 
how deep can it really be? Yeah, like even Amber, remember a couple of weeks ago, Amber was like, yeah, I, you know, she has been doing truly nothing this season. What a waste. <laughs> Feels like, the effort, yes, totally. Oh, yeah, when I'm home, I'm always so caught up in, you know, home stuff, the kids, my job, this or that. And here I've learned to, you know, stop and breathe and some bullshit. Yeah, like, which just tells me, like, she know. needs a vacation. Rob, step up. Yeah, Let her go have a girls weekend. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys should be making a lot of money on Instagram, uh, hawking like gummies. You should <laughs> be able to have a weekend off. Bring in grandma, you know. So let's talk about this fire challenge here, because there's oh, wow. a lot We're of going stuff. right to the fire challenge. I mean, they have the immunity comp. There's some balls there. They drop. Well, I just want to ask from Ben Zivic, from Ben leaving Tribal Council. I just want to ask. He asked Jeff for a hug. Yeah. And Jeff acquiesced. What do you think a hug from Jeff is like? Whew. Oh, man. Um, I know. We're getting deep here. Live, live stream. I bet it's very firm. Oh, it's like, firm. Like, that guy, he works out. He's got a private trainer. <laughs> Jeff works out. Jeff goes to some sort of person to like do chemical peels to tighten yes. up the skin a little bit. He does cryotherapy. Pull it, freeze the fat, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I, Jeff I, isn't, I don't think Jeff is a Scientologist, but if he was, I wouldn't be surprised. Prime candidate, really. <laughs> don't add a Scientologist. Uh, while Please we're talking about Jeff, in one of the, one of the, 12 moments at the beginning of the episode or the first half of the episode where everyone's like, and this is my journey. And I realized why I want to be a school teacher. Um, someone's like, Jeff, when you called me and asked if I want to be on survivor winners, at Parf. War, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Jeff was calling. <laughs> maybe it's like <laughs> some producer when it's hey, like girl. <laughs> Nick or whatever. I was like, <laughs> she just had a kid, right? How's the husband yes. situ situation working out? Uh, <laughs> is Jeff calling these people? Hey, Jeff Probst. Do you want to be on the, like, I understand he's like an a, a EP on the so. show or whatever, but is he calling people asking if they want to be on the, on the show? You know, here's something else not to bring this back to HQ trivia, but <laughs> <laughs> one, like when people would win the big money prizes, it was really fun to watch Scott himself, like, call them and be like, hey, congratulations. Like, that's probably one of the most fun parts of the job. I'm sure it's really hard to kick people off. I'm sure it's hard to, I don't know, go through contract negotiations, whatever. Like, the fun stuff you want to do no matter how big you are. So I bet he does do those calls. Absolutely. But then it's like, that's a, I don't know, that's just a, that's just a very personal thing. Julie yeah. is not calling anyone. Oh no, Julie doesn't show. care. <laughs> Julie's not calling anyone after the show. No, she's been living a quarantine life for some time. Have we like gotten any sign that Julie is still okay and alive? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm worried. She could be replaced with a robot, the real Chenbot, and we would have no idea. So let's just move forward a little bit. I want to talk about this fire cop. I know you're done. Is that fine? Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm just, yeah, no, there's nothing else. I just wanted to talk about that hug. But other than that, great. The hug was firm and affirming. It was, you know how you how you charge up your phone, you put it on the little pad now. You don't have to you don't have to plug it in. 
That's yes. what that's like. Human mm. version of that. Yeah. Enveloping. Okay. So lots of stuff going on here. First of all, Firecom. Obviously, with Final Four and Big Brother, you have the Final Four veto. I guess it's sort of a similar sort of thing where the veto winner gets a inordinate, uh, like an oversized amount of power that week. So there isn't that's sort of the best equivalent. But I really love the idea of not going to a vote at Final Four of like you have to do something to to win it. Right. But my people. I mean, they did this in the last, this the last uh, tribal council as well. But man, people had some looks from the jury, and I, <laughs> I really want to talk about the looks tonight. I, I want to talk about the looks the, on the jury for a rainstorm in final tribal council. That was horrible. I cannot believe they couldn't build a fucking tent. They couldn't set up just something to keep these people dry. Here's here's a fucking idea iPhone weather app. Hey guys, it's gonna <laughs> rain when we're shooting tonight. They can't get ben a couple umbrellas. The, ben got the memo. He was wearing like a jacket to go ranching with and a big old hat. Yeah, yeah. It was upsetting to watch. It just looked <laughs> so uncomfortable because like they're trying to ask their questions and all I could see on their face was pain of like, I have to look strong because I'm a survivor so I can get through this rain when it's like, no, you're allowed to be like, I'm uncomfy. <laughs> like, can I get a sweater? <laughs> it's okay at that point. You're yeah. out of the game. She put up an awning. Come something. on. So I have something to say about Ben here. Ben comes out and he so it's like a shocking reveal, and he does like a sub. As he has shaved his beard into like his normal look, which is yeah. a giant like biker gutsy. And yeah, I hadn't thought about that before. But in that moment, I knew that I probably wouldn't be friends with Ben in real life. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Ben's look was shocking. He looked almost unrecognizable. But to me, the most shocking person's look after a shower and shave was none other than Danny's former crush, Nick. Because I didn't realize that in the real world, Nick chose to be a baby face. And it just hammered home to me. I don't think he's, I mean, he might be the same age as us. I'm not sure. But that baby face made him look so young. And Nick, it was very upsetting to me. Remember how Nick like wore a like blazer all season? <laughs> yes. It's like ripped. It's torn. It probably smells Model like shit. UN. It's covered in yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. salt water and bird <laughs> shit and bugs. And my yeah. dude, he's got a spare and it's clean and it's ready to go. <laughs> he's dressed like a fucking like middle school dance magician. <laughs> he's got like a like a red like fire engine red shirt and a blazer. He's like he looked so much worse. Then. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, I'm not going to say Michelle looked better with a ton of makeup and her haircut. She just looked different. And both both of them looked gorgeous. But some of them, when you see them, like, all cleaned up, I'm like, I liked the island version better. Be your best self. Tyson, yeah. if this is, I mean, Tyson's weirdo, whatever. He's probably lives Tyson on a ranch. Tyson looks the with same. Like, Tyson was actually pretty consistent. But, like, Nick, come on. Like, 
you look you looked like a confident man. <laughs> I want to. I gotta figure out what season of Survivor this guy won because I just don't. I just don't buy it. Did he just like freak everyone out into like, man, we should just give him a million dollars because like otherwise he might just like keep follow listening me to us, <laughs> <laughs> breathe on my neck. I don't know, but yeah, that was. Maybe we should watch it. Listen, all I all I have is time, but yeah, the, without the scruff, I, I can't see a future for me and Nick there. So, you know, his loss. <laughs> for that reason, you are out. I am out. Um, you want to talk more about this fire? <laughs> I just thought it was really exciting. You know who was nervous? <gasps> Yule. Harv. <laughs> <laughs> Yule was nervous. I was pretty Yule, nervous. my dude. Uh, we're, we're powering through this. Um, so, I is there anything to talk about? I mean, we yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there is. So, Yule was nervous. He had stage fright. He said, but he looked great. He's another one whose look stayed consistent. Yeah, they all had to talk up their games. I did you notice? It seems like Sarah had so much tood, and it seems like she really disliked Natalie. <laughs> Just genuinely disliked her. Natalie kept trying to be like good luck. I want you to win. Like gave her a little pat on the back and Sarah would be like, don't touch me. Um, Sarah is like a really interesting character. She's like really really confident when she shouldn't be. Obviously strong physical threat, obviously a strong, excuse me, a strong woman in the world. Right. I'm not trying to take away what we accomplished in the last three yeah. hours of solving feminism. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> she's just, she's just, I don't know. She, someone's just out. It's just this weird overconfidence there. And I'm trying not to make it gendered. Like she was really confident in all sorts of situations where she shouldn't have been. I, I just don't know what else to say about her. And well, that to me, it's, killed her. It's, yeah, it's not overconfidence to me. It's just, I don't get her. Maybe it's because she's a cop, you know? <laughs> yes, that's that's the correct like, <laughs> Listen, all lives matter. No, that's I'm not the answer for that. <laughs> That's the answer for almost anyone who's a cop is like, you don't get it. It's like, listen, they're a cop. Or listen, they look like Yeah, a they're cop, a cop. So. I just don't get it. I don't know. I mean, but I like Tony and he's a cop. So I don't know. So anyway, right. <laughs> everyone, but listen, join the club. Everybody loves Tony. Of course, we saw this coming a mile away. Um, Sophie. Can we talk Sophie. about her? Yes, please. She, I, had little, yeah. she had a little tummy ache during the night of the, uh, the yeah, fire. Yeah, what, what the hell happened? She gets some bad, bad fish. Yeah, bad shrimp pad thai or something like that. I apologize what? that they're in Fiji and not Thailand. I understand. Sophie just didn't feel like it. You know, Sophie didn't wear her, you know, she saw it was raining again. Remember that competition where it was raining and she was so cold? Flashbacks. Yeah, she was like, I'm not coming. Screw you guys. I'm not getting sick of this. No, she came the night it was raining. She didn't go the night of the fire comp. Fire comp. Beautiful weather. Okay. 68 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where she was. No, then the Uh, next night in the rain, they're like, Sophie, I don't care. Like, I don't care if it's coming out of both ends. You're going. (laughs) gotta be a survivor tonight she looked truly miserable (laughs) yeah i mean she said two words this whole thing she was not part of this show she they just they just 
you know, amphetamines to the. Yeah. Bring her out. Wheel her out. Wheel her out. Her glasses are all fogged up. Can't see. Doesn't matter. She can't see anyways. She's she's too high on adrenaline and liquid cocaine. Yeah. I mean, so we they they go through all of their speeches. Uh, They're all kind of boring. Like, I actually didn't have any. They were boring. No, I don't either. Final tribal council. Aside from how people were dressed. It's, it just felt like the same old shit. It's like, we all were on this journey. My social game was good. My social game was bad. But I'm good at comps. But I'm good at building a spy nest. Like, whatever. So, what's more important is we go back to Zoom. What's and, more? No, first. Okay. <laughs> I know he does this every season. They collect the votes. And Jeff isn't even like, thank you very much for playing. He's like, I'll see you in Los Angeles. Power walk to his helicopter. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, it's just a, like a, a dramatic do and they, harsh. They do exit. this every season. I had no idea. I didn't know this was coming. I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny that he's like, thank you all for playing, you know. Like, this is over. I'll so see. they all put their, they all write down their little votes, put them in the pot. And then every season, they then have to go wait for a couple months to pass. Yeah. They've been doing that, that since is, season like two or three, something like that, very early on in the game. Okay. Well, I don't remember. And that is absolutely insane. It was just that he was like, all right, we're done. I'll see you in Los Angeles. And he's like, as like nice as he was, he gave hugs. He made yeah. jokes about, no, you can't have cookies. All sorts right. of stuff. Started calling Sarah by her last name on request. <laughs> yeah. Opened up. He actually said in earlier, he said, hold on, I gotta find my damn notes here. He says, he, Jeb doesn't know how to, he said, I don't know how to have relationships with women or like I've been reevaluating all of my, I'm like, well, Jeff, come on, man. You got, too much, you got too much to risk by saying that on live television or tape television. Yeah. Is Jeff okay? Just. <laughs> Jeff is great. Has Jeff is in his garage. Him? He built a set. He's playing with his train set. He's like, he's, he's doing good. Okay, because you know, I don't know, I don't know anything about Jeff's home life. Like, is he single? Because I hear he's like, are single people doing okay during quarantine, Brett? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and Jeff should hang out once you can. You know, I'd love to just wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know. Okay, um, so. The looks, we have to talk about the looks of the final three. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, because this was incredible. Tony has a shaved head. He's That's in his it, finished basement. With no, a Tony's fucking, like in his like living room. He has a beautiful no. house. It's a beautiful house, but that's a finished basement in like Long Island. No, I thought there was a kitchen. There, it probably is, but it's in the finished basement. That's how fancy it is. All right. It was underground. Listen, I'm looking for a new apartment in New York City right now, and I'm looking for basement apartments. (laughs) So I've seen my fair share of finished basements. Why are you looking for basement apartments? Because that's the only way you can get a backyard for not $5,000 a month. (laughs) This is true. So I've seen my share, and that's what it screamed out to me. It screamed like underground rec room. And, you know, he's there with his kids, his gorgeous wife. She's wearing her Team Tony t-shirt. I, I don't know why. I know it's not true. But in my head, his kids are also bald. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's like the cone heads. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <sighs> Natalie, or no, sorry, uh, Michelle, we've discussed beautiful dress. Beautiful. Very, very, very professional makeup and hair. I mean, she looked stunning. There was just, it was unbelievable. She was hot. She was hot. Oh, hot, hot, hot. And she's hot on the island, but it's just, the, she, yeah, she just, it's just crazy. That haircut, so sharp and sleek. Oh, just, yeah. Out there, I just don't and know. Then, Again, I'm and then, crying foul yeah. a little bit with the, with the whole virus thing. Like, where'd you get it, girl? Right, right, right. Well, and then Natalie looked gorgeous, too, but Natalie looked the same. She looked... Like, she had her hair done, and she looked like she had a shower, but she still looked like beautiful Natalie from the island. You know, like, she didn't look like a totally different person. Oh, yeah. No, she, yeah. Hold on, who are we talking about, Michelle or Natalie? Natalie. Natalie looked gorgeous, but she didn't look different. Yeah, someone's actually saying Michelle that. Michelle looked like a different person. Phil K is saying that in the chat. I loved how buff and ripped Natalie looked. She's awesome. I'm like, yeah, she, I kind of didn't She is awesome. Her. What I do have to talk about from Natalie's feed. Yeah. Her boyfriend. Oh, yes. Oh, my. <laughs> that man's ripped. I mean, he is ripped. I mean, they go to CrossFit together for sure. Oh. Gr- actually, I don't, actually I don't like them anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a CrossFit couple. Listen, they're not hurting anyone. They're just trying to complete their workouts of the day and eat their protein pancakes and just live their keto lifestyles, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's a lot wrong with it. Like, being an <laughs> adult, just get slowly fatter until you die. Come on. Yes, come on. Join the rest of us, quarantine 15. Um, but so, yeah, they. so Michelle's with her sister, not with Wendell. And <laughs> Natalie's with her boyfriend, and Tony's with his family. And so we've gone through the looks. It's gorgeous. Jeff also... Looks great. He's had, like, just that. Does Jeff dye his hair? Why is his hair so dark? Was he wearing a hat? No. (laughs) Again, like, I just sort of envision him. He's always wearing, like, a branded Survivor trucker hat. No. He was, like, his hair was fresh and out. Um, So he finally goes through all the votes. He probably got makeup and hair done as well. Yeah, totally. I'm He's crying foul on all this. Oh, we just sent two <laughs> crates of directions to, to Jeff. No, we sent people to his house. Well, Jeff's Jeff like, I'm playing tennis. I'm playing tennis with my live-in tennis instructor. Jeff has enough experience at this point. He knows how to apply his own makeup. That is frankly. true. He's a he's a star of stage and screen. He remembers yeah. being on the great rock white and roll way. Jeopardy. Rock and roll Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> But so, so he has a huge iPad, Jeff does, a huge iPad. And he tells them, like, here we go. We go through all the names. Michelle doesn't get a single vote. Nope. Which I think is unfair. I think it's very rude. I I thought about that right as they were reading it. I'm like, Natalie's going to get some. Tony's probably going to win. Will Michelle get a single vote? No, and that's a nah, bummer. Not dog. Nah, because her whole thing was like, I felt like I didn't deserve to win the first season. Everyone acts like my win was sucks, and this only goes to show, like, further confirm yeah, that. Poor girl. Like, she's gonna yeah, think about this as a referendum on her previous win. I mean this in the most positive way possible. 
because I, I haven't seen her original season. Right. Nobody thought you didn't deserve to win this season. <laughs> no, maybe, but she she had a good. I mean, she got she had a good think, shot. Hey, she did. Like, if it was her against Sarah, I would have said she deserves to win. Be, because yeah, she if she got there against Sarah, she would have had a case where it's like, hey. I got to the end with nobody. It was five on one, essentially, or four on one, essentially. Yeah. Another person comes in. I identified this person, and I worked with this person to get out a bunch of strong people, and I'm now the strongest player left. And I won a bunch of the final co- competitions. Yeah, like, she so won Sarah. stuff. Sarah yeah, shit this great. year? I don't remember. All I remember about Sarah was her being like, Nick, you can have the dinner, the Chinese dinner, because it's your birthday. (laughs) A succulent Chinese meal. Yeah, that's all I remember, too. She won one thing. And that was like a team comp. That was like an eight on eight comp. And she's like, yeah, he can have my Chinese. (laughs) She doesn't like Chinese Chinese dinner. (laughs) Yeah, it was so weird. So, yeah, I felt really bad for her, but she had her sister there. Natalie was pissed. Natalie should be pissed. That thought, was incredible. Who that would felt you like the Oscars. For? Who would you have voted for? I probably would have voted for Natalie, honestly. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's like Survivor. Let's mix it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like it was like Oscar cam, you know, when there's like a camera on everyone as they lose. And usually because they're actors. Actors are ready. They're like, oh, yes. Natalie is not an actor. Natalie was like, Fuck. And her she husband or her boyfriend's out. like, oh, it's okay, babe. And she's like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> she's pissed. No, she she was pissed. Uh, Michelle, oh, you just saw the light. Like, just. just and her sister was there uh, uh, to be like, I'm so sorry. Who cares? It's okay, girl. We're going to go out this weekend. I don't care. No, that you're New not. York's, I don't care that New <laughs> no. York City is still on pause. We're going out, hon. We're going We're to gonna the, get some... the hair salon that we went to three days ago. <laughs> We're going to get some takeout cocktails and go sit in the park, sis. Michelle, you, I, I'm a fan. I like Michelle. Yeah, no, me too. I, I like her a lot. Um, I want to talk about, we got to the end here. Yeah. I want to talk about the most important thing that happened on this three-hour broadcast. Okay. Is it the same thing I think was important? There's only thing that, ha- that happens. Teenagers. The teens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought nothing could shock me more than Jeff's <laughs> Zoom and his huge iPad. But then he was like, if you want to be on Survivor, and I mean anyone... 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds. Like, that was absolutely uncalled for. It's rough because Jeff, okay, it it makes Jeff look bad. It makes Jeff seem (laughs) like a pedophile. (laughs) Let's be real. It makes Jeff seem like a pedophile. Well, because it was like he was harried, so he was desperate. He was like, we'll take anything. Give me your 16-year-olds, your 17-year-olds. Like, he was like, he knew he was running out of time, so he had to get the information out, but it just came across as so creepy. Here's what I don't think happened, but is what it seemed like happened. Jeff, off the cuff, on a broadcast that 20 million people are watching, is just saying, give me your teenage sons and daughters <laughs> to be alone with. Like... 
Because if he did that, because if he did that and like CBS didn't want it, they'd be like, yo, Jeff, can you just give us one clean where you just like don't ask for teens? (laughs) So some producer is like, yo, Jeff, uh, we're thinking about doing like a teen one where we know we had a sexual assault problem last year, but I think it'll be solved if we put some luscious teens on the island. (laughs) Luscious teens. Can we just take a moment all together and remember another, I think it was CBS. It was basically what Jeff is talking about. It was called Kid Nation. Kid Nation. Mom! (laughs) (laughs) So children, children were taken from their families, put in like an old town, like Western town. It was a ghost town town in Arizona. It was a tourist trap or whatever. I loved the commercials for Kid Nation. I never watched a second Kid Nation, but they showed these commercials and there were the two shots in it where one kid is going like, mom, and just crying. And then another one where this kid is like standing in front of these other kids and he's like, hey, you guys. <laughs> I love the commercial for Kid Nation so much. I'm pretty sure a kid on Kid Nation literally drank bleach. <laughs> Ahead of this time. And then they had to like kill a chicken for food. It was like so crazy. But so that's what, you know, CBS is trying to capture some of that glory now with Survivor Teens. That's a, such a bad idea. <laughs> Especially now more than ever. Like, you know, school's not going to be back in session. More, They're doing more. all classes are on Zoom. Do you really want to pay that much for college if it's all on Zoom? No. You know what you should do? Take a gap year and go on Survivor. Yeah. Uh, that was the weirdest thing that happened all night. <laughs> in a night he full just, of strange he got choices. A feverish, it was a feverish look in his eyes where he was like, we're doing a next season. And, you know, you could be on it. It doesn't matter your age. 16, 17. <laughs> he was it like was the just, wicked witch. He was like the witch in Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> just makes him seem like a pedo. And... and <laughs> He didn't come like Jeff doesn't want anything to do with that shit, but he he's a good soldier. Oh God. He'll, he'll go well, out and say the what, one thing you know. for transparency, the one thing Brett and I kept texting back and forth was like, Jeff is such a fucking pro. Cause look at <laughs> he had he had two minutes at the end of at the end of this episode to say, like, we love this season. Thank you for watching. Coronavirus is taking over our lives, but we do have another season coming up. And here's how you can be part of it. Like all make it seem natural and like clean and with passion. And he did it. And so major snaps to him. Actually, the weirdest thing about this was he mentions coronavirus twice, but he but but doesn't mention it. He says at the beginning of the episode and at the end, we're doing this from my garage for obvious reasons. And he said that twice. He doesn't say because of the catastrophe pandemic that's killing 2,000 Americans a day. He just says for obvious reasons, which when you go back and watch this iconic finale for multiple reasons 20 years from now, people Mm. might not understand the obvious reasons. Like you need a little bit more context. That's my note for Jeff. But what do I know? I just host a podcast that nobody listens to. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, some people listen to it, and oh, yeah, we are so grateful. <laughs> and some of them sent in questions, and yeah, I think we should get to those. You hit the Twitter questions. I'm going to go through the chat and see what we got. Oh, chat hell question yes. wise, if you do, if you are in the chat and you have any questions for us, we're going to take some now. I have just been big not major. Attention. Major shout out to the chat right now. Thank you guys so much for joining oh, us. This is our f- people, man. This is we our first people. time doing this. And even if you're all like trolling and hating on us, we love you and support you. Oh, yeah. And if you're not trolling and hating on us, even better. So, okay, I have a question raring to go. Are you Get ready it. for this? Get it, but girl. it's kind of like a multimedia question. So this is the Legend Watch ranking from Taryn Armstrong's podcast. Viewers voted on what tier to place each winner in based on this game and their past games. But we need your true survivor expert opinions. Are these rankings correct? And I wish there was a way to display this image so that everyone in the chat could see it as well. Um, I mean... This is very bad. I don't know if this is helpful yeah, at Yeah, so all. there's... Why don't you just read off who's in each tier? <laughs> oh, you um, still don't know the, the, the players? <laughs> Legend tier. Tony, Parv, Rob, Sandra, and I think it's Kim. Yeah, is that was Kim? Kim. Yeah. Is that Kim? Okay, great. <laughs> and then top tier. Sarah, Tyson, Yule, Jeremy, Sarah... Um, I'm not looking at it. I can't help. I don't you. know if this is Sarah. Who the hell is this girl? The first girl. That's oh, that's that's Sarah. Beautiful, smart, funny Sarah. No, because. Oh, right. This is Sophie. Yeah, come right. on. Let's okay, straight. my bad. Natalie, Michelle, middle tier. Why is Denise? Okay, middle okay, tier. This Denise. is getting overly confusing. <laughs> I, I, this is horrible to listen to. I'm sorry. I'm so I like sorry. you, but this is horrible. But this is horrible. But also, um, there's a picture of Nick with no facial hair again, and I just have to say, like, this is upsetting to me. So the question is about how we would rank them in these tiers. Do we agree with these tiers based on this season and right. based on previous seasons? I don't know. I haven't seen any previous seasons with these people, like other than like I saw Rob season, Amber season, I saw Ethan season. Like otherwise, I've never seen any of these people before in my life. So I don't know. It seems kind of accurate to me. Um, I appreciate this person wanting our true expert survivor opinions, though. So let me go yeah. ahead and make some calls. <laughs> Do it. Denise, from this season alone, Denise, Denise, she does not deserve to be in the middle tier. She should be in a top tier. She had, she got out two massive players. She got out two people from the legend tier. That at least puts her into the top tier. I thought she played a very good game and it ended up yeah. getting voted out on sort of a weirdo double vote tribal council where four of the six people were immune like that was just a weirdo you know there is a bit of luck in this game and and in all games and didn't work out for her i thought she was great i I really liked denise i I can't believe that sarah she looks different so different in this picture um and then i it's hard for me to say yeah like nick and nick and adam in the middle tier with Wendell, Ethan, and Denise, great. This lower tier, since I don't even know this girl's name, the red. Danny, it's your name. (laughs) Then yes, I agree. I would, I just want to add. No, I actually think this is really good. I think the fans did a great job with this. The only problem I, the big problem I have is with Denise being in the middle tier. Yeah, I mean, 
everyone was kind of like saying that Michelle was like she was in the second to highest tier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone was saying there. that she was like not a really deserving winner, but I mean no, maybe she, this season pushed her and maybe she's like more well received player. She absolutely should be. This season, yeah, both those two, they deserve to be in the highest tier for sure. They ben, beat all these other people. Ben being in the lowest tier seemed a bit weird because he got so far this year, but again, I never seen him before, so maybe he does suck. I don't know. I believe I trust you, audience. Yeah, it's funny that Nick and Adam beat Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff um, happens. R.I.P. Adam. I, I really wish I would have seen more of him in this game. We have another question I about know. about Denise and Sarah from CE oh my gosh, in the chat. At Hi. the Tribal Council where Denise was voted out, Sarah wore what looked to be a number from her island fashion line. My question is, tell me this. Was this look hot or not? <laughs> I mean, Sarah's fashions, were they hot or not? It pains me to say this, but they were not. They were raggedy, sand encrusted, with no eye towards detail, cut, or flattering shape. They were not. I, I honestly don't remember. I'm not taking a crap on the girl, but if it was Sarah, <laughs> it's probably going to be a not for me, dog. I love that question. I have a. We have a great, co uh, great comment from Marco Patino. We we know you, Marco Patino, from yeah, the, hi, Marco. from the Twitters. This is quality content, unlike Quibi. Great, <laughs> great content. Great. So true. So true. I have a question from Twitter. Get, get from it. From Seabread BB. Hey. But that's, that's Cornelius Breadworth. Oh, what get Cornelius. <laughs> what, what BB challenge do you think should be adapted for Survivor or vice versa? I think a hide-and-go veto immunity challenge in their camp would be pretty insane. Great call. I was thinking the other day about how fucking annoying the hide-and-go veto must be. It's just so messy here. And here's actually, I loved the um, final immunity comp that Natalie won, which was all the balls in the cage. That was good. That's so cool. And that's not a hard thing to build. It's not like a big set build. And it's very, I thought it was very um, exciting to watch and had all these stakes to it. So I would love to see that incorporated in Big Brother. Yeah, I mean, because the rest of the competitions are like, you got to jump off this and then so dive under that them, and yeah. then do a puzzle. It's like, okay, like the obstacles are always mixed up and the puzzle is always different at the end, but it's like the same formula. Right. Um, so I, yeah, like the, the ball one stands out to me. Um, just the idea of of a that fire competition, it's so elemental. So elemental. Like it's so that's such a great way to play out the final four. Um, I, I wish Big Brother did something similar, but in the same way, the final four veto is sort of the equivalent of like who has the final who has the final power here. And that's not the HOH. Like the final four veto is sort of much bigger than any other veto. So I understand why yeah. they don't do something there. But um uh Oldsy Oldsy Ten in the chat says, "Get the kids from Kid Nation, all adults now, put them on a new season of Survivor, Survivor: Colon Wild Wild West." Oh my God! 
I mean, it's an idea. Ah! Listen, we should pitch it. <laughs> they drank bleach. <laughs> They're children on a TV show surrounded by adults on the crew. <laughs> One of them said, should we drink this? It's a bottle of bleach. The other kid says, sure. Adults in the crew said, let's see what happens. It's, you know who, like, work, like, camera people or whatever? Like, <laughs> like oh, they're all fart guys with, like, bandanas <laughs> and stuff. Like, a bunch of 40-year-old guys who probably don't have kids. That's why they're, like, working on this shit out in, like, a fucking so ghost good. town in, like, like, Silver City, Nevada or whatever. And they're all like, this kid's about to eat, drink bleach. They all kind of look at each other like... <laughs> that's it. I guess this is okay. I'm not their so father. So the kid did eat, drink bleach or did it? Or it <laughs> yeah, came I close. Think they did. I know you've said it eight times I think times they already. drank the bleach. I'm pretty sure they drank the bleach. So um, we're getting to the end here. Yeah, we're, we're doing at the a end. long pod. And um, we're about to take. Is there anything else? Like anything else from pop culture? Any Ben Affleck movies come out? <laughs> Listen, I have just been watching. I tried to watch Normal People. Listen, I I've been seeing the yet. tweets. Yeah. Have you seen the tweets? I've seen the tweets. I've heard the podcasts. All right, everyone's praising it. I'm a little bit afraid. Red Hot bestseller. If she, you're not watching the show, you're reading like the it. book. It's I'm on not, Hulu. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I tried watching the first episode. I was ready because everyone's like, it's the horniest show. Since I, I want to watch a horny Paradise show. Hotel. <laughs> That's the thing. Everyone's saying about I don't want to watch a horny show. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched the first episode and I was like, this is not that horny. <laughs> Can I tell you what I did the other day? Similar. Please. Please do. Sure, sure. So smartphones. Have you heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of them. <laughs> We're on the same page. I download an application app for short called TikTok. I finally gave in and did it. My favorite. Yes. I literally got through like three videos and deleted the app. I just couldn't. No, do it. no. And here's my here's Danny's. Hot I tips. don't like seeing normal people. Speaking of normal, you don't like watching normal people the show. <laughs> I don't like watching normal people the people. I didn't like seeing like ugly ass teens and their ugly ass parents being like, hey, dad, dab with me or whatever. Like, I didn't like it. It made me feel awkward. It made me feel like my skin was crawling. I really did not like it. I deleted the app. I think that's a big Next mistake. Next time, trying in China. Look, yes, it is. Yes, it is probably collecting our data, but. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Just take it. I, I want to die watching a TikTok. It's fine. You'd have to watch enough, Brett. And this is for everyone else who's like hashtag old like me. I downloaded it and you have to get through like the classic TikTok memes of like dance videos, which I don't care about. But then TikTok has such a smart algorithm. That's it's what like I hear. Learning. It learns and it then it just gives you the stuff you want to see. All I get on TikTok are puppy videos. And they're so good. Puppy videos and like weird comedy videos. And it's so good. I laugh till I cry. I could watch TikTok for hours. I really could. And it's it's just the most fun. You need to. I'm going to start sending you TikToks when I watch. And you're going to love it. And anyone else, please at HeyJulieBB tweet at us. 
send me your information because I will send you TikToks too because I need to spread the word of these TikToks. They're so good. <laughs> Should we create a Hey Julie TikTok account? It's just so hard. I can't create. I'm not like, they're so creative. I'm doing yeah, I'm enough. I'm doing enough here. I'm giving, I'm putting my heart on a platter in this podcast. Okay. This I can't is be true. doing, you got two podcasts. I can't be doing TikToks too, but yeah. I can curate. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, what I was trying to say as we wrap this up here, um, so we, there's no immediate announced plans for Big Brother 22. We desperately hope. Very upsetting. Desperately hope. So, uh, if Big Brother comes back, you know we'll be back multiple times a week. You know we'll be live streaming. Thank you to the people who checked out the live stream. Or if you didn't know about it for whatever reason, it's on YouTube. It just saves there. You can watch it. You can watch it on demand or whatever. Just go to YouTube, the app, whatever. Sorry, it's not TikTok teens. And um, I mean, I think now that we have this technology, we should maybe try to pod more, maybe talk about some the scooby-doo movie we will be getting <laughs> listen big brother is coming and come hell or high water brett and i will make it our duty to pod until it's here and then we'll pod exclusively about big brother but until then there's much to discuss much to talk about we have our own very specific tastes in, <laughs> in content and I'm excited to discuss those things. If you guys have any ideas, feel free to tell us at HeyJulieBB. But we've just unlocked a new dark portal with live streaming video, and we're very excited. I mean, I, I obviously, the, our heart and soul is in Big Brother, so I really hope it comes back. But it's we'll gonna find be a way year. to do if something. It, if, it, if Big yeah. Brother happens, it is going to be the summer of Hey Julie. Yes, for sure. And join us because it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited that there's a chat. I want to see the chat while we're doing this. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. it's I mean, people are just kind of commenting along with us. It's pretty good. I really appreciate everyone for doing it. I think it. that's so cool. I'm learning things. You know, I I apologize. My my damn mouse cursor has been all over, over your face at various points throughout this stream. I got to figure out what the hell's going on with that. I think we did pretty good technology wise for the first go around. It's, it's only going to get better. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us and always tweet at us at Hey Julie. Leave us a review or a comment at hey on Julie BB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been so, doing this for five years. <laughs> Leave us a comment or a review. We appreciate it and love it all. And we'll see you next week with something new. For sure. At us. Tell us what to watch. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Anyways, this has been great. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend. Old Z10 in the comments. Hashtag Summer of Hey Julie 2019. Woo! Yeah, Old Z. Thank you for watching. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs>